Hi guys, it's Heather Love. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Dharma. I started this podcast because I was tired of having conversations that didn't matter to me. The weather, who said what, what celebrities are wearing, how people should do things. It all felt like a huge waste of my time. For as long as I can remember, I felt like something was missing from my life and these conversations weren't helping. What I really wanted to talk about was spirit guides. I wanted to talk about what happens when we aren't incarnated in a body. I wanted to talk about how we can rewire our neural pathways to change how we view the world. I wanted to talk about what happens during meditation. I wanted to talk about how we can heal simply by deciding to do so. I wanted to talk about how trusting our intuition can lead our lives down paths we never imagined. So I ended up here on a mission to show everyone what's possible by living with an open heart full of awe and curiosity so that we can be present in all of our experiences. I believe that by changing how we view the world, we can raise the vibration of the planet one person at a time, one conversation at a time. This is a place where we remember who we are, what's important, and how to live life on our terms. On today's episode, my friend John Chow of Perspective Maintenance Podcast interviews me so that you can get to know me a little better as we start on this podcast adventure together. My hope is that you'll get a little taste of who I am and see that I'm just like you. I left my 20-year corporate career in the summer of 2021 to focus on the things that light my soul on fire. I'm a single mom of two beautiful daughters, and I'm here to show them and you that life can be whatever you want it to be. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back to For the Love of Dharma. I'm so excited you're here. I am here with my friend, John, today, and we're going to do things a little different. And he is going to interview me for kind of a biography interview so that you guys can get to know me a little bit better. So welcome, John. Thanks for being here. Oh, Heather, thanks for having me. It's always a really good time with you. And speaking of that, I had noticed a trend of whenever you're in the room, there's such positive energy. Or you're just a lot of fun. Has that always kind of been the way? Like, were you like that as a child? Oh, as a child, yes. And then adulthood happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I do think as a kid, I was always the one dancing and singing and just having a good time. I was very social, but I think as I grew up and responsibilities started to come into my life, you know, mm. I had a job and I had bills and eventually, you know, I got married and had kids and all of those things. I became a whole lot of not fun. So it has really become something in the last year and a half that I have made a priority and have decided that that is the number one thing I am focusing on every single day. Wow. That intentionality has definitely worked because I think some people try to be a certain way and it doesn't always uh, work out, but you definitely, I mean, I've met you probably now for about four-ish some months. And there's always this kind of a feeling um, from you of that. And it's, I mean, life happens. So of course, uh, it's surprising to hear that you became more serious and you're working to get it back. 
but it feels like it's just a part of you. I love that you said that because (laughs) it means that I'm doing a good job at this. You know, um, we all have struggles, you know, I eventually that marriage ended and I got divorced and the pandemic hit. And then I made the decision to leave my corporate job of 20 years. And so things can be difficult and we can still see the bright side of things and make things fun. Mm, I love it. And there is that awareness of the difficulty, but then the intentionality of how we're going to go about it. Um, what caused you to make these transitions? Because there are kind of big things. And I love that you've had the experiences that most of us have of that life, but then you also have the courage to make a transition. And some people might be listening to this, wanting to figure out how to have that courage because they haven't been able to do that. Ooh, you know, courage is my word for 2022. Hey, alignment here. So I think for me, it really came down to a couple pivotal moments in my life where I just was like, this is not working for me. I'm not happy. There has got to be more to life than this. You know, I remember specifically with my job, I was sitting in a meeting in a conference room and people were up talking in front of the room. And I always, (laughs) it reminds me of the Charlie Brown teacher, you know, and I was sitting there and my mind was just like, I don't want to be here. I don't care about anything that's being said. And I feel like I could be of so much more value to the world doing something else. Mm. That was about two or three years before I actually left. But I just remember that moment like it was yesterday because it was just this eye-opening awareness of this isn't it. Whatever is happening right now, I get to go do something else. Wow. I really admire that because I think learning how to be true to ourselves and having that authenticity, we talk about it as if it's something that's easy, but it actually really isn't. And from you talking about how you became overly serious and not this person that was fun loving that you were before choosing to be authentic to who you are again, or, you know, being in an environment that wasn't a good fit for you, which for those who are listening, it might be a good fit for you, which is great because it means you're being authentic being there, but choosing for you, Heather, to be authentic by offering the world something else that is in itself its own challenge. And you really embrace that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because now when I talk to people who are in a position that they aren't happy with, whether it's their marriage or their job or whatever that looks like, they always say, Oh, I wish I could do what you're doing. And I always say you can, like you are not stuck in this life for, you know, whatever that looks like right now is not what it needs to look like tomorrow or in a year or 10 years. You Mm. It is up to you. So true. And it's so important that for us to have people that can speak into our lives that way, because I think we all struggle with wanting to believe in ourselves or wanting to help empower ourselves. But at the end of the day, having the right people to look at us the way that of who we really are and speak these words of encouragement 
That's so, so powerful. I want to revisit something you said earlier about you growing up being this person who's the first to dance and whatnot. And I know that people are listening so they can't see, but for those who are listening, I'm, I'm watching Heather. She has this beautiful room uh, that she's in with candles and these gems and these books. And she's a beautiful woman. And there are all these great feminine energy things about you that I think are so cool. Uh, what were you like, you know, in that period when you were just this dancing person, a lot of fun? Were you, um, did you have a lot of friends who were girls? Did you have siblings? Did you, were you a tomboy? Like, who were you? <laughs> I do have one brother. He is 18 months older than I am. And I was always felt like the older sibling, even though mm. I was definitely a nurturer from a very young age. I like to take care of people and make sure that they feel held, make sure they feel seen and heard and that they're important and that they matter. And so I, I did that a lot through my friends. I had a ton of girlfriends when I was a kid. I remember my mom would get so mad because I'd be on the phone with my girlfriends for hours on end. This is back, you know, when we had landlines and, and then we would, um, then I'd go spend the night at their house and then I'd come home the next day or two days late, whatever it was, you know, and then we'd get right back on the phone and she's like, what could you possibly have to talk about? <laughs> and, you know, I was always one of those kids that talked too much. You know, I, I had a lot to say, I guess. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, I was kind of tomboyish, you know, I liked to be outside and <clears throat> do things that I don't know, maybe traditional girls didn't do. But as I've gotten older, I certainly I love the makeup and the hair and the clothes and all the things. The only thing I would say as, as an adult that I'm not really into that most women are is uh, like the bags and the purses, you know, they'll pay $800 for a coach purse or something. And I'm like, no, give me the $30, whatever from Amazon. I'm good. But um, yeah, I always was a social butterfly. I love being around people. And I think, you know, through life, I did kind of lose that as I got older but in the last year and a half or so, I have really gained a strong community and I am so grateful. I lean on those people when I need them. And, you know, it's just been really beautiful to watch that unfold because I didn't have that for a good portion of my life. And I realize now how much I missed it. And I'm so grateful for it. Mm, the way that you talk about it, I'm like, I want to be a part of that community. I feel like there's a certain element of the connection. Uh, I'm sure even the way that you were when you were younger, having so much to say with them and just the connection of wanting to be to have to talk to each other is so pure. And it's something especially now that people are isolated, even though we have digital connection to people, it's not the same. There's a certain element because maybe of your nurturing nature that that there's a real tangible connection when communicating with you. And that's just probably one of my favorite things about you. Oh, thank you. When it comes to then the exploration, because one of the things that was, it stood out of the page when looking at uh, some of our peers and their podcasts and what it is that they were going to talk about, yours came up and it's kind of like, oh, for the love of Dharma, that's interesting. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and your journey into what you want your podcast to be about. 
Yeah. So I, as actually right before I left my corporate job, which was in July of 2021, in May of 2021, I started a Dharma certification program with Sahara Rose. And at that time, it was a four-month program. And we met every week, but we talked about all these different aspects of what is Dharma and um, you know, how do we help people find it and those kinds of things. And so what I really want people to know is number one, that Dharma means a whole lot of things, depending on where you look. Um, it's Sanskrit. And the way that we were taught uh, in the program is that it really stands for your life purpose. So your soul's calling, your big why, or your personal mission statement, however you want to kind of word it, but that's really what it is. And, you know, a lot of people feel really lost right now and they just feel like kind of how I did, like there, there needs to be something more, you know, this can't be it. There's something bigger I'm supposed to do. And so what I help people do is instead of looking at finding your purpose is really remembering who you are. Because I think that we all have that inside of us, that knowing, and we just forgot. And so through my podcast, I really want to talk to people who inspire others to kind of take a look at their own lives and think, oh, maybe that's something I would be interested in, or I'm going to look further into that. And every episode won't be for every person. But I just want it to be interesting. Um, this year for 2022, I've told myself that if things are not fun and or interesting, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So they have to fulfill at least one of those things. And so by researching things myself or talking to others, I know that it's going to do that for me and for my listeners. Oh, a thousand percent. And I feel like your threshold for fun, like your standard for fun is pretty high. So if you find it fun, then we're going to find it fun. (laughs) Um, What brought, what introduced you to that four month program? Because it seemingly to the average person could mean, be kind of random, but there's always a story behind it. So what, what happened there? I have felt from a pretty young age that I wanted to be a coach. And I didn't really know what that meant or how it looked, but I knew I wanted to help people and I felt I had something to offer. And so I had looked at other programs with starting your own business and things like that. Some of them were good. Some of them were not as good, but through that, it's just sort of like these synchronicities that happen. And I had been listening to Sahara Rose Uh, her podcast for a long time. And I've been following her on social media. And then one day she just dropped, we're opening a coaching program and this is what it is. And it was everything about life purpose and the business side, which is really where I felt stuck about just how to start from the business side of things. And it was so holistic that I wasn't, I don't even think I took five minutes to decide. And I am someone who needs a good 24 or 48 hours before I make a big decision. 
But that one, I just knew it was a full body yes. And so I didn't regret it. I met some of my best friends in that program. We talk all the time. That's amazing. I mean, when you know, you know, and talk about being in tune with your body, because sometimes I think it's easy when we're not in tune with our bodies to fight against different things. But it just seems like there was that almost divine download or that that in tuneness that you have with your body to just go for it. And what was your experience in the program itself? Oh, it was so, it was so great. So there's three founders. So Sahara Rose is one of them. And then there's two others who are really very savvy on the business side. So Sahara has written a book about Dharma and she's very um, in tune with what all of that encompasses. And so she really taught from that perspective. And then um, on the business side was this husband and wife team. And Sahara also talked a little bit about podcasting and just different ways we could monetize. And, you know, and, and at the end, they they gave us, a, they really laid out like what, what would a three-month program look like, you know? And it was just so helpful as a new entrepreneur trying to figure out like, what am I supposed to do? My whole life, I've been working for someone else. And now suddenly I found myself working for myself not knowing what the hell I'm doing. And so it was really, really helpful. And then, you know, so we had a weekly call with the the three founders. Then we had another call with one of the main coaches every week. Then we also had a pod call. So that's where I was talking about three of my best friends. Now we would meet every week and talk about that week's lesson and we would practice coaching on each other and things like that. And it really helped me build my confidence. And by the time I graduated in September, I had no doubts that I was a coach and that I was born for this and that I had done it in several lifetimes. Yes, a hundred percent. I think it's so interesting that maybe when we're growing up, we're friends with people because we went to the same school or whatever. But in this case, although you were in the same program, it sounds like there's alignment with you and these other women, almost at a soul level where you're able to be so connected. Yeah, we are spread out across the country. Um, So I am in Wisconsin. There's one of them in Texas, one in California and one in Oregon. And we we are, you know, we keep talking about when can we get together and things are still a little crazy in terms of travel, but, you know, we want to get together. And so we can just hug each other in person. You know, we still, uh, even though the program is over, we still meet every week and over zoom. And we like are really in touch with what's going on in everybody's life and Mm. like 10 text messages right now from the group. We have a group text, you know, so it's just, Um, I just love them dearly. And I'm so grateful that they were brought into my life. Yes. And what I find the most brilliant thing is anybody thinking about being a client of your coaching, they're not just getting your coaching, they're likely getting the coaching that you're going to probably that you have from the council of these women. And then you haven't just been in a four month program with Sahara, you've been listening to our content for a very long time. And so this is almost like they're getting coaching of you being Sahara's student, but then also having the benefit of this community that you're with as well, that's constantly helping you grow. This is like coaching from five people in just (laughs) one, you know, interaction with you. That's wonderful. 
Yeah. And what's even cooler about that is that as a graduate of the first round of the, the Dharma coaches, so I always like to say I'm one of the world's first certified Dharma coaches because I, Ooh, yeah. um, and what is super cool is that the, those of us that were in the first round, they currently are now running the program for a second time. And they allowed those of us that graduated the first time to come back for free in the second round and go through the material all over again. Plus, they've expanded a lot of the lessons. So it's just like the, the learning never ends. And I love it. Wow. Wow. I mean, why would you not want a coach who's a lifelong learner? Because then whatever new revelations or realizations that you have, it gets passed on already right away. Um, this is all wow so amazing so then you mentioned that she talked about podcasting a little bit in her program and is that the reason why you decided to start a podcast like why this forum that you decided to do well so I actually when I heard Sahara talk about podcasting I thought I do want to do that but later like I have other stuff I want to focus on right now And then our friend, Kathy Heller, who I've also been following, and I actually believe I found Kathy through Sahara's podcast. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So she was running a free five-day challenge on podcasting. And I thought, well, I'll join the free challenge. I had already, I had just come off of her made to do this program. And I thought, well, I'll do this challenge, but I'm not going to sign up for another program right now. Well, Kathy's energy is unlike no other. And by day three, I was like, I don't care what she's offering. I'm in, I'm starting a podcast. I'm doing this. And so I, I did by, I think, I don't know if it was the very first day she offered it again. It was just one of those full body. Yes. And I just, Knowing what I had gone through with Kathy before, I knew her approach to teaching and how the kind of the programs worked. And so that was no surprise to me. And I just, the amount of information she provides, I mean, and that you have lifelong access, um, you know, it's just phenomenal. I can't say enough good things, but really that five-day challenge is where I was like, okay, this is my next thing. So I decided to kind of put some of the other projects I was working on on hold and really pushed forward with the podcast. And I'm so glad that you did because you have so much to offer in your podcast and not just with the guests that you're going to have come on, but I'm hoping that you'll have some solo episodes and really share with people because there are always these gems that come from you. And I think the more people hear from you, the more than then they can decide what to do with their life because they're listening from somebody that you've taken your own life into your own hands. Yeah, I will definitely be doing some solo episodes. Right now, what I get to work on is that some of my best ideas come either when I'm driving or when I'm in the shower. And those are neither good places to start jotting down notes. So I get to figure out how I'm going to manage that. But I do um, I do get downloads often. I'm very connected to my spirit guides and I get a lot of information from them. Oh, I love it. That's so good. I I love your aura. I love what it is that you believe about people and just even that you're on this journey of learning yourself, which is so incredible. Um, What else can people kind of look forward to in this podcast or things that are upcoming from you? 
I will be starting my one-on-one coaching again. So I kind of put pause on that um, over the holidays. And then while I was launching this podcast, so I will be offering one-on-one coaching again. So people can go to my link in bio on my Instagram and book a discovery call. So I'll be able to kind of talk through and we'll just see if it's a good fit for them and me, Um, you know, and then we can talk about what a program might look for them. Um, look like for them. And I think the thing that I really want people to know is that, you know, we have learned as adults to take everything so seriously. And I bring a sense of joy and fun and lightheartedness to things that wasn't always there, you know, if I'm being honest, but it's something that I've brought back into my life And it has just brought me back to life in a sense. And I want to share that with people. And so really getting people in touch with their inner child and letting them know that it's okay to have fun, even among all of the responsibilities that we have. Mm, I love that. And also you even being somebody who, instead of continuing to do what you were supposed to do or how, what other people think you're supposed to do, which is to continue your career until retirement or whatever it is, you chose to live for yourself. And I can imagine people feeling empowered to do that when they spend time with you as well. Yeah, I think we should all over ourselves a whole lot. And it really... Um, it does take the fun out of things. You know, I was told growing up, you get a good job, you get benefits and you can enjoy life when you retire. And, you know, I kind of, as life went on and I got a little older and wiser, I was like, well, what is that? You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. And as my, my daughters have gotten older, I thought, I don't want that for them. You know, first of all, I don't like who I'm being. But second of all, I don't want them to feel like that's how they need to live Mm. and to go out into the world and do something that they're passionate about and that they enjoy. And so I really wanted to be a role model for them and show them what's possible. Oh, I love that. That's so crucial because they people, I mean, children, everybody in general, we have influences and our parents being one of the major ones. So for them to see you this way, you're really setting themselves up for success in the long term. Yeah, they've really seen how much happier I am since I kind of started living life on my own terms. And mm. you know, I really, I want that for them and for everyone. I, I really, I, I, it makes me so sad when I see people doing things because that's what they feel they have to do or they should do. Mm, a thousand percent. Um, I feel like I need to say this because we talked about it before recording. And there's a certain thing about you where you are magnetic in your own way and you're so special. But I also love that you're just this girl who rides a Harley and you do your own thing. And there's so many things that are so average and normal and relatable about you. And I that's one of my favorite things about you for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I have learned to kind of find myself a little bit. So I do ride a Harley. I spend a lot of time making art. I, you know, I just, I have found my love for 
uh, working out and, you know, I'm in the process of becoming a fitness instructor. So I have a lot of interests that I think I just didn't make a priority before. And I couldn't because I was so busy with this corporate job, you know, and it took all of my mental capacity and my physical energy. And it's amazing what you are capable of when you're excited to wake up every day. Oh yeah, totally. And wow, with this new fitness thing, you can help people not just energetically align on the inside, but also align with themselves on the outside. Yes. I will be a holistic coach, mind, body, and soul. Oh, watch out world. That's just amazing. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on. I mean, your story is just fascinating in so many ways and we've only begun to scratch the surface, but I feel like this was a really great way for people to get to know you a little bit. Can you tell everybody who's listening right now where they can find you on Instagram or anywhere else? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at I am Heather love, and you can go to my link in bio and there's all kinds of goodies there for you. And you can check out, of course, all of my episodes of for the love of Dharma podcast. Amazing. So wonderful to be here, Heather. Thank you so much for coming on, John. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for being here today. I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram at I am Heather Love and let's get connected. Have a magical day.